what are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel, take a fly, sit me tracing out of side. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome to episode number 62 of Fantasy Fuel. It's almost like a holiday for us fantasy football people because the NFL schedule has finally been released. How excited are you, Tom? <laughs> oh boy, I'm excited. I, I, I want football more than I realized. <laughs> uh, baseball isn't cutting it. Basketball even isn't cutting it, even though both of my favorite basketball team and baseball teams are doing well. I just football is it's it's the it's my muse. What can I say? <laughs> it certainly is, and that will be the main topic of this episode. We're gonna talk about all the fantasy implications of the 2019 NFL schedule. But first, yeah. we have a special guest intro. We'll let you decide who you think it is. Uh, he wants to tell you something from around the National Football League. Yay! <laughs> I know. <laughs> was that was was that Patrick Mahomes or Kermit the Frog? Yes. I, I just I okay, oh, you're right. It's a choose your own adventure uh, episode this week. <laughs> <laughs> if you choose Kermit, go to page 22. <laughs> uh. and since we've chosen Kermit, we'll Start with uniform news. The Chargers have finally made their powder blue uniforms their primary uniforms. My goodness. It's, wow. That's, that's all we get now until they use their alternates. We get powder blue every <laughs> single week. That's awesome. Uh, it's, a, it's a little much, I think. But, hey, I do, I do like them from time to time. But I guess we're going to see them all the time now. Yes, you don't get from time to time. You get them every no. single week, and afterwards on those Chargers games, you will get Philip Rivers in his little bolo tie. So <laughs> that probably will be a yeah. constant even this season. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, so now if you would have chosen Patrick Mahomes in your Choose Your Own Adventure, this is the new story you would have gotten first. Tyreek Hill has lost custody of his son amid his child abuse allegations. Yeah, that's not a good place to be for Tyreek no, right now. So, does, <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't seem like that's a very good sign. Uh, it's it's tough one that he's got to lose his son in custody and all that, but it just doesn't seem like it's a good sign for the NFL whether or not he's going to play. It just when that's when something like that happens, and he's already had a previous, so this is this is why it makes it harder. But it's going to be, it, I, boy, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to play or not. It's really up in the air to me right now. I Here we are, Tom, again. Yep. Remember what we said last week. We talked. Yep. We answered a question from a friend of ours, Gary. Yeah. He said, what do you do with Tyreek Hill? What's his value right now? And he said, well, nobody has said anything about yeah. him in a few weeks, and nobody has heard any new news. And guess what? We mentioned it, and bam, here we are. Yep. And now his value is going to be a lot, lot less. 
And this is why I was skeptical to take him in the first place because yeah. I just didn't. I just don't know what to think about him. And I try. I still tried to get him from Gary. <laughs> I just couldn't. I just we couldn't work something out. So it's just. Yeah, it's just tough though. This definitely, uh, unfortunately for Gary, it makes Tyreek Hill's value much worse. Uh, not a lot worse. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I would just assume that it's not going to be easy. He already. He still hasn't sold him to anybody yet but no it's not gonna be any easier now his only saving grace i guess you would say is that he has him on such a cheap contract oh, that well, yeah. he can just pretend yeah. that he never had him in the first place <laughs> and go sign yeah. one of the million wide receivers that are in free agency in the flag league this year mm-hmm. which is insane i was looking it over i made sure my dad was all set up and ready to go for tomorrow yes it's yeah. it's our holiday too here in the flag <laughs> league anybody that knows about our uh, salary cap dynasty contract league all that good stuff tomorrow is our free agent auction so i was going yep. over everything with my dad making sure he was on the ball and uh yeah looked over all the free agents and there is so many people to bid on Yes, it's going to be very exciting. I'm I'm a little nervous, to be honest. <laughs> Most of the time, the, the last few years, I've been right by your side when we'll be doing these auctions. Yes. Now, now I'm going to be all by myself. And, I mean, I don't work tomorrow, so oh, obviously oh, it's yeah. Good Friday and I'm on a traditional schedule. So, yeah, it's, a, uh, it's, gonna, <laughs> it's going to be nerve-wracking, I think, because yeah. I don't have you to bounce stuff off of and all well, that. And this is we're in the same side this time yeah, now too yeah, so it's a, yeah, it's a little different this year but <laughs> it's still it was still fun to hey hey did you see this person bid 25 dollars on him that's uh, yeah what was that uh jimmy graham and oh, jimmy somebody graham else last year, last yeah. year tight ends mm-hmm. went for a ridiculous amount because there was nothing left in free agency but yeah, and we're, you got money left over. You, you go crazy. <laughs> we we are way off topic now. So oh, yeah. yes, <laughs> let's are. get back to Kermit's news. And <laughs> next on our <laughs> agenda is cringeworthy player of the week. And I'm not sure which person this goes to. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Uh, there's one of three people this could go to. It was either Ian Rappaport, Josh Jacobs, or Frank Reich. I'm not <laughs> sure who to give the cringeworthy player of the week honors to, but Ian Rappaport reported and he was doing his best to try and be funny and he was not succeeding. And he was trying to make fun of uh, Josh Jacobs, the running back mm-hmm. coming out of Alabama. Mm-hmm. He lost a game of horse to frank reich the colts head coach (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) okay yeah it was just it was it was supposed to be a little fun cute little story that he did on Mm -hmm. air and everything about it i I think i'm gonna have to give this to ian rapaport maybe it's not a player of the week it's a a reporter of the week that is cringeworthy (laughs) because it was not something you wanted to watch he he should stick to just reporting the news and not try to be a stand-up comedian (laughs) but on the other side of that note uh, the opposite of cringeworthy what would we call that the uh noteworthy player of the week i'm gonna give that to uh teddy bridgewater he okay. was having an annual giveaway for kids, and he ran out of toys to give to the kids. There was so many, and he was giving up so wow. much away. He ran out of toys, 
So instead of sending them away, he just started handing out $20 bills to them. <laughs> there you go. That, That's pretty awesome. Yep. Sometimes 20 bucks to a kid is way better than a toy. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can get what you want for the 20 bucks. I'd rather have yeah. that as a kid instead of, well, here's a fire truck. <laughs> well, thanks. A, a, kid come, a kid comes back with a toy. Can I have the $20? Instead? Yeah, I'll trade you. <laughs> Uh, oh boy and we we have one more mm. we have one more cringeworthy player of the week <laughs> and this i'm giving to an entire organization because oh. the arizona cardinals they mm. released a video a highlight video a couple of days ago i i don't have the exact day but they released a, a highlight video and it had larry fitzgerald and David Johnson and a couple of guys on defense. No Josh Rosen. Now Ooh. we all know what's going on with Josh Rosen. The uh, right. Kyler Murray might be the number one pick in the draft. So we don't know where Josh Rosen going, if he's going to stay, if he's going to go. Well, the Arizona Cardinals have just released a second video <laughs> of highlights. And this time Josh Rosen is in it. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> i'm sorry yeah. you already made your mistake we know what's going on that that's a big mistake though you can't do that they shouldn't have just they should not have released any video at all at this time of the year what is the point the draft yeah. is a couple of weeks away just wait until mm -hmm. you've done what you need to do and then you can <laughs> uh, i don't know so yes the second cringeworthy of the week goes to the entire Arizona Cardinals wow. organization. Yeah. That, that's that's really <laughs> or who, whoever uh, runs their social media. I guess I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But uh, there is a little bit of news out there. Uh, Chris Hogan is not going to mm -hmm. be a Patriot anymore. He signed with right Carolina. Yep. Interesting. I'm not sure if Cam Newton can make him a fantasy relevant wide receiver. But it's possible. Uh, I, I I don't mind it. I mean, he's going somewhere that don't they, they don't really have much other than Funchess. I mean, it's just they don't uh, have Funchess. They don't have Funchess no more. No, I'm so they, confused. They just have DJ what? Moore and. Uh, oh, that's right, DJ. Yeah, Moore. that's see, I get. See, I always got them confused, and then now I'm all messed up. So DJ Moore is in his second year, correct? Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm making sure because I'm <laughs> messing up today. And yeah, I, it, it, that's that's really about it. There's not a lot else there because I th I kind of like Hogan there. I don't foresee him being a superstar by any means, but it's something. And who should the Patriots replace him with? But none other than. <laughs> Demarius Thomas and almost yeah. immediately now we have seen wide receivers come into New England before like Ocho Cinco and guys like that and they didn't even stick on the team but instantly right. Demarius Thomas deleted all of his Bronco stuff and he posted a picture that somebody had put him in a Patriots <laughs> uniform and it's bam right on his Instagram or Twitter or whatever it was I was like Wow, dude. Um, you know, I used to like Demarius Thomas, and I think he still might have some some gas left in the tank, but that mm -hmm. seems a bit premature considering how New England has fared with their receivers. Yeah, the uh the one Patriots fan that I know came up to me today and he 
he was bragging that he got Demarius Thomas. Like, dude, that guy's been irrelevant for a couple years. He's not really been much of anything. He's still okay, and I don't doubt that Tom Brady can make him good again. But wow, I just i I think it's fine for the Patriots. I just don't think it's nothing to write uh, to write home about. No, it's it's really not. And uh, here here's some breaking news. Since uh, it just came across, I wasn't sure if it was news or what. Uh, okay. You and I, we are in a league together called Dynasty Savages. Yep. We just received a trade offer, and it includes a Patriots wide receiver. <laughs> so let, let's do this live and see what uh, Tom and I think about this. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, we are being offered Julian Edelman, mm-hmm. Kelvin Benjamin, Ooh. Mike Evans, okay, and a third-round rookie pick, 305. And we are being asked to give up Philip Rivers. Okay. Emmanuel Sanders. All right. Des Bryant. Okay. And Christian McCaffrey. Oh. <laughs> it was all looking pretty good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought you'd be like, well, what are you waiting for? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for reading the last name. That pretty much negates everything on the other side i wouldn't trade christian mccaffrey for all of those players straight up in that league so right yeah i think we already had a decision made (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's too bad because i wouldn't have minded mike evans and julian element that would have been pretty decent yeah but not quite sorry no gotta Uh, have gotta have my christian mccaffrey all right anyways a couple more news items and then we'll get on to the NFL schedule and what we see as some fantasy implications. Uh, For those of you that remember (laughs) the gruesome injury to Zach Miller a couple of years ago, Mm. that should have been a touchdown, which would have been his last catch ever because he has decided to finally actually retire. It wasn't really much of a question, but he had nine surgeries on that leg. And I don't even know if he's completely out of the woods yet because I've heard people with that kind of injury eventually just have so much pain that they elect to just straight up amputate it later on in life. So I hope that's that's not the case with him. Yeah, that would be horrible news. That's, that would be really sad. But, uh, I mean, that's just crazy. These sports injuries these days, we get to watch everything on TV, on TV now. I just watched a gymnastic one. And it, oh, it was yeah. Horrible. I did not watch that one. I knew oh. I was not going to like what I saw. It was not good. That's one of the worst I've seen in a, quite a while. But, yeah, definitely the, the Miller one was that's going to stick in my mind too for a little while. Yes, definitely. And last, but certainly not least, this could have been a headliner any other week, but I don't really think it has much fantasy implication right now, at least. And that is Russell Wilson got his new deal. Oh yeah. Four. We can't forget that. Four new years, $140 million total guarantees, 107 million and a no trade clause. Yeah. That is an insane contract, and I hope it doesn't hamstring the Seahawks because that, that's that's a lot of money to give your quarterback, and, I mean, I think he's worth it, but still. That, I mean, that's, uh, I, I understand that it's a lot of money, but it's worth it. Who are you going to find other than him? You're not. I mean, you, you without, without Russell Wilson, that team's going to stink. I don't care who you get. Russell Wilson's probably better than the person they're going to get. I mean, imagine if they got Nick Foles. I mean, okay, 
but still Russell Wilson's better than Nick Foles. Yeah. So I, I, I don't have a problem with the contract. I actually think it's a, yes, it's steep, but it's a good contract. You got to lock your guy up. You do. You do. I just hope it doesn't make them so they can't get other targets and they can't compete because <laughs> they put all their money on the offensive side of the ball because Seattle was so always known for its defense for so long yeah. that yeah. if they, they put all their money in their offense and, you know, and it's not like they have an overpowering offense. They, they were good last no. year, but there it's not like an Aaron Rodgers where, you know, he can go out and win any game as long as he's, you know, not completely injured. Right. Well, the whole thing is, is Russell Wilson makes that team successful without seriously without him. There's literally no other quarterback that I can think that plays the game the way he does. I mean, he's just he's just a completely different type of quarterback than what we normally see. He's accurate. He's mobile. He is he got a he's got a cannon, maybe not as much as some other people in the league, but. He's just really athletic, and I think that he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and I think he's worth it. All right. That sounds good to me. Let's get on to the meat and potatoes of our episode. Here we go. The NFL schedule. It's Oh, yeah. Everybody kind of already knew week one was starting off with Green Bay and Chicago, so everybody right. in our neck of the woods is pumped up they get to see their teams kick off the season and what a way to start fantasy season with Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, <laughs> Mitch Trubisky, Tariq Cohen and my Man crush. Mike Davis <laughs> I'm throwing him in there now. Yeah. He's, he's one of my man crushes this year. Uh, Alan Robinson, Trey Burton. There's mm -hmm. a lot of guys that are going to be out there. Fantasy Thursday, week one of the NFL season. Yeah, that's going to be, it's, uh, that's like half my team. You <laughs> right. <laughs> There's a lot of really good quality players on, on both of them teams. I mean, I honestly think the Packers, they got to step up this year. And I think they're going to. They're not going to be as bad as they were last year. Um, and the Bears, I mean, flat out were just tremendous last year. I thought they were really impressive. I, I thought they were going to have a chance to win the division. I didn't expect them to be as impressive as they were. And I love all the fantasy players on both sides of the ball there. Yes. And Chicago, they have a fairly tough schedule. So... If they reproduce what they did last year and Tariq Cohen is as good as he was last year, the Chicago Bears will be for real because they really, oh, yeah. especially uh, towards the end of the season, you know, they're playing Dallas, Green Bay, and Kansas City. That would be the fantasy playoffs. So Oof, Chicago's yeah. got a bit of a tough road. Green Bay, who knows? That could be a shootout. Uh, since we don't know what Green Bay's defense is going to be, and Kansas City, mm -hmm. we don't know what their defense is going to be either. They kind of did a little overhaul there, so yeah, it's going to be interesting. But if they're producing at a high level, the Bears are. I, it, there's a very good possibility that a lot of people that are going to win the fantasy Super Bowl are going to have some Bears players on their team. Yeah, uh, if they're successful playing against these really good teams, I mean, they're going to have a, a hard schedule because they won the division. That's kind of how it's set up. You you play your division, and then you play the best of, of the other three divisions. I think that's, if I'm remembering right, that's how you set up the, the uh, not the schedule per se, like who you're playing each week, but how you, who you play throughout the entire year. Right. But 
that that if they de- if they are successful in the last three weeks, that's going to really, I mean, the playoff fantasy playoffs. That's really going to prove a lot to people, and I think that they have another chance to do it. I've, I, <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be any other team other than Chicago or Green Bay. I, I understand people's enthusiasm <laughs> on the Vikings, but I just don't see it. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to the Vikings in a minute. I want to uh, kick some more things off here with. The Atlanta Falcons. This is a a very weird schedule. It's I. It's not bad. Definitely not bad for them, because the Atlanta Falcons do not play outdoors until week eleven. Wow! <laughs> so they're playing in a dome for eleven straight week. Well, I think ten because their buy is probably. Uh, where is their buy? Uh, I'm looking. It's right in front of me. There it is. Week nine. So. Yes, they play 10 straight games in a dome, and then mm. they only have like three outdoor games anyway, and they're in warmer weather climate. So let me wow. look at here. Atlanta, uh, they are at San Francisco in week 15 yep. and at Tampa Bay in week 17, and week 17 means nothing to us for fantasy reasons. Right, exactly. So they have, for fantasy purposes, one outdoor game oh at, and week 11 at uh carolina but carolina that could be warm yeah. still in november yeah. and in san francisco it's obviously going to be warm so yeah. atlanta could go an entire fantasy season not having to worry about weather conditions almost at all and that <laughs> could be really good for Julio Jones and Matt Ryan yeah. and hopefully Devonta Freeman for us in the Dynasty Savages League. Mm-hmm. You, you named all the fantasy-relevant play, players on that team except for the biggest one. The biggest one? I mean, if if you're in a dome almost in, in great weather, the biggest fantasy person out of that on that team is going to be Matt Bryant. Oh, I mean, let's <laughs> just be real. You know what? That is. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's something you got to look at. It's just, it's just a smidge. As much as I hate saying you got to look at kickers, but if out of all the guys, if he's going to be in a dome or in really good weather the entire time, that's that's kind of good for a kicker. Whoever the Atlanta kicker will be this year, because I'm not saying we <laughs> kickers are not a sure thing almost anywhere, yeah, except for New England and. Pff, is anywhere else. I can't even think of another sure <laughs> thing almost at kicker. So yeah. I will just say whoever the kicker is, if you're still playing with kickers in your fantasy league, and I know a lot of you probably are target the Atlanta Falcons kicker because he's going to have it makes sense. no issues. It's right. It's, it's, it's weird to see a schedule like that. And it's also weird to see a schedule like Tampa Bay's. Oh, I feel so bad for Tampa Bay. (laughs) Starting in, what is it, week four. So they play at home week one, San Francisco. That could be a good week for James Winston and Mike Evans. This is my predicament. This is kind of how I'm viewing what I'm talking about right now. My two quarterbacks in the flag league at the moment, unless I try and target somebody tomorrow. (laughs) Is Jameis Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick. I know they're not the best, but they can put up some fantasy points. So if I play the matchups, maybe I'll have something and I won't have to spend 
$15 on Aaron Rodgers because there's only a couple of guys and somebody's going to spend that much on Aaron Rodgers this year. Anyway. Right. Well, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so week one at San Francisco, week two at Carolina, week three at home uh, against the Giants. Then they play at L.A., at New Orleans, in London versus Carolina, which counts as a home game, but it's not really. Oh, yuck. Then they're on by. Then they're at Tennessee and at Seattle. So five games in a row, they basically don't have a home game. That's just horrible. They got to – how does the NFL do that to a team? I don't know, but there was the guy that made the schedules. Like if there was one thing I could look at differently this week, I'd like to take another crack at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers schedule. <laughs> and I was just like, holy crap, is, are you serious yeah. right now? You basically got five away games. Yeah, that one is considered to be a home game, but it's not. It's, it's not, not a home game. No. You're traveling out of the country. <laughs> yes. My goodness, that that does suck. I, if I was a Buccaneers fan, I wouldn't be happy with the start of the, that's not even the season, but with the start of what it looks like to be a very difficult uh, stretch of five games in a row. So if we're going to look at uh... – the fantasy playoff implications of my two quarterbacks. Now this is, this is for deeper leagues. Most of you Mm -hmm. probably won't be having this decision. Although I'm sure Jameis Winston will be on some of your guys' teams. Jameis Winston in the fantasy playoffs will be against at home versus Indianapolis at Mm -hmm. Detroit and that at home versus Houston. So those weren't the greatest of defenses last year. Right. Again, it's a new year, but that could be good news for fantasy points. Now, my other quarterback, Mr. Ryan Fitzpatrick, who knows what side of the pendulum he'll be swinging, and he will be, now this, I, I think the if I could make it to the fantasy championship week, I might be good. <laughs> he plays week 14 at the Jets, week 15 at the Giants, <laughs> And week 16 at home versus the Bengals. Mm. That could be interesting. Yeah. Um, the one thing you don't want to do with Fitzpatrick is just rely. I think you should target a quarterback <laughs> because you don't want to rely entirely on him for the entire year. No. And I don't, when is, when is uh, the Buccaneers bye week? Uh, the Buccaneers are on by week seven and Miami okay. is on by week five. I think he might last till week seven. I'd, I'd give it half the year, and then if if they're not doing anything, they they might just start their whatever rookie quarterback they're going to draft. Because if they don't draft a quarterback, they're stupid. Well, here, but, well, not necessarily. If they don't draft a quarterback, that means they hope they suck enough that they can get Alabama's quarterback. Next I mean, year. I, I guess that's that's a good point, but yeah. <laughs> I guess you he there's an argument there for him to be able to play almost the entire year because I. I Honestly, I think I said it in the one shuffling the deck where he ended up being my random player, and it was just like, you know what? He's going to be throwing the ball like all the time, right? And he he knows what he's going to do. So that I, I if he doesn't get taken out halfway through the year, could definitely give you something if you make it to the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, I will. <sighs> Hopefully, they don't draft a quarterback very high, and I can still get the rookie quarterback in the rookie draft <laughs> or something so I can have his backup 
Or, yeah, I don't know. I mm-hmm. can't see spending enough money to try and land Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees. Because I think it's no. Rodgers, Brees, Keenum, and one other quarterback are the only starters that are actually free agents right now. So yeah. it's going to be I'll tough get, to land one I'll of those. I'll give you a trade offer right now. You can have, oh, boy. I'll, I'll offer you uh, Cam Newton. And you got to figure the rest out. That's oh that's really? Funny. All right, Cam Newton is up for grabs. I will have to look at that one as the draft or the auction progresses. So, <laughs> uh, the other team I'd like to focus on now is the Oakland Raiders. They have such a hard schedule. At least yeah. going into the season, it it's not good. Their average opponent winning percentage from last year is five thirty nine. So they were over 500 all 16 games is what they're going <laughs> against. So they don't have many bad teams per se. They start off yeah. versus Denver, but division games are always, you know, uh, a coin toss. Then they go to Kansas city Then they're at, or no, they're at home versus Kansas city at Minnesota at Indianapolis, Chicago in London, which is a home game for them. <laughs> <laughs> Then they're on their bye. Then they go to Green Bay, go to Houston, at home versus Detroit, at home versus the Chargers, at home versus Cincinnati, at Mm. the Jets, at Kansas City, versus Tennessee at home, versus Jacksonville at home, and then at the Chargers in Fantasy Championship Week. That's not an easy schedule. No, that doesn't sound very easy. And (laughs) I think... I think this is just going to make Antonio Brown uh, maybe lose it. He might go off to handle. We'll see. Well, here's what I – which do you think is more probable? The Raiders winning and Antonio Brown (laughs) just being a good fantasy wide receiver or the Raiders sucking so bad? that Antonio Brown has 10 catches a game because that's all Derek Carr is going to be doing because they're down by 14 in the fourth quarter every time. I mean, I could, I could definitely see that and that would be fine for fantasy news, but I, for (laughs) Antonio Brown, he's not going to be on a, he's not going to want to be on a crappy team. He just went from basically making the playoffs every single year, except for last year and to being a horrible team. I, I, I can see a lot of twat coming in the future. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be, <laughs> we're going to have to have multiple intros and all sorts of stuff because I, yeah, I think it's going to be a very noisy year for Antonio oh, yeah. Brown out there in Oakland. Uh, so let's go to another team that we are already not expecting much of. And that's the Arizona Cardinals. Now, if yeah. if Cliff Kingsbury can run his offense and David Johnson can be a big part of it, they might have a chance. And maybe David Johnson is at least fantasy relevant. Yeah. But the second half of the Cardinals season is not good. They go all the way to the other side of the country versus the Giants. Another mm-hmm. road game versus the Saints. A short rest into uh, Thursday night football against the 49ers. Then two more consecutive road games against the Buccaneers and 49ers before the bye. And then after the bye, Rams, Steelers, Browns, at Seattle, at Rams. Mm. That's not good for them. No, that last, that last part of the year. Whoo. 
Rams, Steelers. What was the, the next one? Uh, let's see. It was Rams, Steelers, Browns. Browns, that's Still it. <laughs> in the air at Seattle and at the Rams. That's brutal. <sighs> yeah, that's really bad. Normally, I'd say you get a little break with the Browns, but that's not going to be the case this year. Now, fantasy championship purposes, uh, or fantasy playoff purposes, it's versus Pittsburgh at home, versus Cleveland at home, and then at the Seahawks. <sighs> okay. I don't I, typically I know that the Seahawks uh don't score a lot of points to be honest. I, so at least last year I didn't really see a lot of scoring. Not a ton. So I'm it's kind of tough because if you're that's the that's Super Bowl week right there. Yes, at Seattle about? is the Super Bowl for fantasy. Okay, so I that's that's a tough matchup for me. I don't think they're going to be scoring a lot of points there. I wouldn't count on anybody on that team if you have if you get that far i mean there's anything can happen <laughs> we haven't even started the year yet but that's just speculation yes uh the chiefs apparently as of right now have the fifth toughest schedule in the league they open mm-hmm. up with three of their first four games on the road including back-to-back uh, against teams that are almost completely different offensively jacksonville and oakland than they were a year before so it, it's wide open i mean if the chiefs defense can actually show up this year uh they'll be better but if they lose (laughs) tyreek hill and they're only throwing to sammy watkins and travis kelsey uh, uh, patrick mahomes you might want to pump on the brakes just a bit yeah and like i said a couple episodes ago if he does if he does well with just them two guys and if hill is not playing Boy, oh boy, is that going to be like the headline? Like he is going to be the best quarterback I've seen in a long time if he can make that happen and make it happen well. I that's that would be awesome. I I love the guy already. I I had no idea what to expect last year, and then like three weeks into it, I'm like, all right, this guy's awesome. Yep. <laughs> we'll we'll see if he can continue with a different cast of. Uh, characters since there's not going to be cream hunt and we're looking mm, at mm-hmm. damien williams and carlos hyde and who knows andy reed likes to get a running back in the draft almost every year and we'll see if he can turn <laughs> yeah. him fantasy relevant uh yeah it's it's going to be fun to watch I, I think the two quarterbacks i'm most interested in seeing if they can keep it up are Mahomes and Mitch Trubisky that we mentioned earlier but if if they right. can both do it again this year they're for real. Oh yeah. I definitely think that I'm really about both of them too because uh Trubisky I I expected good things but I didn't expect him to be I mean he wasn't superb but he was above what I thought he was going to be and that team was definitely decent. I would like to see them too in the Super Bowl. I think that'd be kind of cool to watch. Yep. Um, now let's, let's take a look at the bye weeks, which are always the big concern for fantasy football. Oh yeah. Uh, week four, uh, and week five, both only have two teams on bye, So nothing major. Although, uh, in the flag league, I get hit right away because the jets are on bye, So no levy on bell for me in the first round of bye weeks, uh, the jets and 49ers <laughs> are the two on week four. And the Dolphins and Lions are week five. So we're starting off not a whole lot of, oh, God, how am I going to fill uh, my team up? <laughs> it's it's really not that big of a deal. Like Le'Veon yeah. is probably 
the one that is going to be in everybody's lineup. I'm not even seeing Robbie Anderson possibly being in everybody's lineup yet. So no. Yeah. He, he will be he will be in my lineup. Okay. Barring some kind of crazy whatever in the auction. I don't no, know. In a sixteen teamer, yes, he's gonna be in some. Yeah, he's definitely lineup. in my lineup. <laughs> but he's basically my third receiver. I I'm forgetting who I have right now. But <laughs> I made so many moves I that's I've lost all track of my team. But yeah, he's uh week four. I never like week no. four for buys. It's just like you just played three games. And now you get a day like you don't need a week off now. No, you don't. <laughs> and then you got to play the rest of the season without a break. That's really difficult. Yep, that's going to be tough. Now week six is going to be tough for us in the Savages League. Luckily, mm. we still have four quarterbacks, and I'm glad we didn't make any of the trades because oh yeah, we're not going to be able to play. Uh, if we would have made a trade, we wouldn't have been able to play two quarterbacks in week six. Uh, because it is a super flex because the bills and the bears are both on by in week six, along with the Colts and Raiders. So we will be having Phillip rivers and Joe Flacco in week six. Now let's see who each of those guys play week six. Denver plays Tennessee and the chargers play who we got here. The chargers play Pittsburgh. So, all right. Yeah. I don't mind the matchups. Uh, I think Pittsburgh could have a chance to score some points, uh, which means I think the Chargers going to score some points. And the other matchup was Tennessee. So, I, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, I really do. It's not bad. Uh, but that is four quarterbacks that are on people's radars with Josh Allen, Mitch Trubisky, Andrew Luck, of course, and Derek Carr. I'm sure there's a lot of people that, well, he's got Antonio Brown now. He's going to be a major asset. <laughs> so there's your first uh, bad batch of bye weeks, week six. Week seven, four more teams, the Panthers, Browns, Buccaneers, and Steelers. There's plenty of fantasy relevance there. Uh, mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, Cam Newton, Baker, Odell, Jarvis, right. uh, Nick Chubb, Jameis Winston, Mike Evans, O.J. Howard, uh, yeah. and then the Steelers, Juju and Ben and James Conner. It's a big week. What week is that? That is week seven. Whew. That's going to be my week to win right there. Is it? I don't know if I have much of any of the players. <laughs> That's I think good. I think a bunch of other people. All right. Uh, yeah, I, that's that's going to be a tough one. Uh, at least both my quarterbacks in the flag league aren't on by at the same time. But uh, week, <laughs> I haven't even checked mine. Week eight uh, is just the Cowboys and Ravens. So Zeke and Dak and Amari and Mark Ingram. Right. Anybody who's taking a chance with Lamar Jackson. Uh, there's not really much else fantasy relevant on the Ravens yet that we know of unless Lamar Jackson can learn how to throw the ball. <laughs> yeah week nine we go to so we have cincinnati atlanta the rams and the saints so there's a lot of firepower there aj green julio matt ryan right. Devontae, calvin ridley todd Gurley, all of them rams wide receivers jared goff drew Brees, alva kamara michael thomas that that's a big week yeah. week nine yeah, uh, and then so week seven, week nine have been the big ones so far. Yes. All right. And uh, week 10 has the most teams on by, and that would be the Broncos, the Jaguars, the Texans, the Patriots, the Eagles, and the Redskins. So quite a bit oh, of firepower boy. there. 
Uh, let's see, you know, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, whoever the running back in Denver is probably going to be decent, either Philip Lindsay or Royce yeah. Freeman or a new guy. I don't know. Uh, Leonard Fournette, <laughs> if he makes it that far, um, <laughs> Nick Foles. Hey, Nick Foles is on by the same week as the Eagles, so he can go hang out with his old buddies that week. That's, right, yeah, that's he's pretty gonna nice. Do that. <laughs> uh, and then of course we got Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller and whoever the running back is by week 10 in Houston. It'll be Miller. I got full faith. <laughs> he's going to get his, 10.0 PPR fantasy points per game, <laughs> which he did almost over half the time last year. So yeah, we'll probably see it again. Then the Patriots with uh, whoever their running back's going to be. I'm hoping I Sony mean, Michelle this year, but you never it's know. Gonna be a, it's going to be a split between yeah. both of them. Probably at that time of the year too. And then the Eagles with all their offensive weapons this year and the Redskins with, well, maybe Darius Geis, maybe still AP by then. But after that, does anybody really care fantasy-wise about the Redskins? Mm, no. No. <laughs> that's the only – that's really the only guys that So got. five teams on by in week 10 that we need to care <laughs> about. Uh, week 11, uh, Giants, Packers, Seahawks, Titans. So, eh. Not too bad there. I mean, well, although I did just hear uh, rumors that there is a possibility that the Giants want to bring Eli back for three more years. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, that there's no no chance. I no hope chance. not. That, that is the. That is a horrible rumor. That's not true at all. I hope not, but we will see. Uh, yeah. three, three more years as a quarterback's coach. Okay, I can. That's there you acceptable. go. Yeah. Except you'll never that's be able to tell. You'll be trying to see what <laughs> face he's making. You're like, are you being serious or not? I don't understand what's going on here. Uh, so we got uh, Aaron Rodgers and all his weapons, Russell Wilson and all his money, and... <laughs> Marcus Mariota, or possibly Ryan Tannehill in Week Eleven, if yep, uh, things go the toss. wrong week. Mm. Uh-huh. That's going to be all right. Well, if you're not playing good, here comes Tannehill. And then, and then Week Twelve, the last week of the regular season. I'm hoping you've got your playoff spot already ready to go, and you're not <laughs> trying to play in because. Well, I guess this isn't the last week. This is the last week for the flag league because we right, have an right, extra right. week because we combine two leagues, blah, blah, blah. You guys don't need to know. Uh, so this is <laughs> hopefully you've already got a playoff spot rounded up. But if you're not, this is a bad week for buys because the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Cardinals, and the Vikings are all on by this week. And there is a lot going on there. And you'll have Mahomes gone, which I'm sure you'd probably been uh, – counting on all year yeah. uh, Travis Kelsey of course you've been counting on all year uh, mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon Philip Rivers uh, Keenan Allen David yeah, Johnson Allen. Kirk Cousins Stefan Diggs Adam Thielen Dalvin Cook there is a lot going yeah. on in week oh, 12 yeah. that's not a good week that you need a win <laughs> if you need a win at that <laughs> point so yeah let's just hope you don't have like all of them guys on your team. And that's the reason you're in fantasy playoff position. <laughs> that is right. So 
I guess, uh, do we have any takeaways on the schedule so far? Anything that sticks out to you or? I mean, nothing that's not normal. I mean, every year there's always some kind of, you know, this week's bad, this week's bad, and this week's bad. It's going to be, listen, when when you get going and you have these buys pop up, you kind of have to you plan for it, but you also don't. Especially if you're in a dynasty league, you never plan for buys. No, of course, you, just, you have a guy. If it lands on that day on the same week, too bad. You have to suck it up and figure out a way to win without messing your team up. <laughs> but if you're in a redraft league, yeah, you pay attention a little bit. But still, if there's a guy out there that I really want and it lines up with somebody else's buy on my team, I'm just I'm not thinking about it i'm going to take the guy i really want and then figure it out later yep i couldn't have said it any better myself uh the only things i'm seeing here are these teams in week nine week 10 i think that's a great yeah spot for teams and as far as just regular nfl goes uh that's a great spot to have a bye week if you've got some nagging injuries and right there are yep. some teams out there that have guys that have nagging injuries the falcons with julio some years the rams now with todd Gurley, uh oh. the saints you know if we'll see if uh, latavius murray and alvin kamara split the same carries that ingram and kamara did maybe he'll have some nagging injuries uh <laughs> leonard fournette in jacksonville we'll see if he oh, stays man. healthy at that point that is a perfect spot for him. He's going to get hurt. Yeah. And so he's going to need that bye week. If he gets hurt somewhere around week seven or week eight, something's going <laughs> on, he's probably going to get shut down until at least week 11. So you yeah. might as well, if he's still good to go about week six, you might want to think about trading Leonard Fournette <laughs> if he's been performing adequately because and i can just see something happen well it hasn't happened yet maybe he's going to get a full year don't ever assume leonard fournette's going to get a full year snap oh (laughs) no (laughs) yep and then you you have to listen to us if we bring up somebody around that time that we haven't talked about in a while you might want to cut bait with that player because it is bound (laughs) to happen Uh, we have plenty of proof on that over the years it's yeah quite ridiculous um, but, um, I think that's a pretty good look so far since how we really have no idea yeah. what teams are going to be from, from this standpoint, um, strength of schedule means basically nothing at this point. <laughs> Cause we don't know what teams are going to be good. Cleveland, if, if Cleveland is on your schedule right now, they're considered a bad team. And most people are thinking that's going to be a tough game. So some of those teams that may have an easier schedule, but Cleveland's in there, that actually counts towards it being a better strength of schedule at this point. And that's not true. And so however that works. Yeah. One thing I've learned throughout the entire, all these years that I've been watching football and, and playing in fantasy football is that NFL teams, I mean, anything can happen week to week. So just, just even if you're a bad team and even if you were the Browns the one year you went on 16, I mean, there were a few games they almost won. That's so true. strength to schedule doesn't really mean much at all, even, even when you know you're a bad team. Yes. So strength to schedule and any of this kind of stuff, it 
it will emerge probably starting right around week three, week four is when I really put some stock into it. Yeah. But before then, how are we going to figure out who to play? We're going to have to ask some people. And this upcoming season is going to be a great way to do that. And that is called Pole Sports. You can follow our link in the show notes to the Pole Sports app. You can register early, and by the time it is ready to go, you are going to have a lot of people at your fingertips answering who to start, should I make a trade, who should I pick up on the waiver wire, and it's all going to be real time, and it's going to be awesome. We've, yeah. we've said this for a few weeks now, and we're going to keep saying it until this app goes live and it proves us right. Mm-hmm. So It's going to be great. Check but out in the that, meantime, in the meantime, you might as well go to Fantasy Football Stardom Sitting Page on Facebook yes. and ask your questions there. <laughs> you can find us there. They post polls all the time. You can ask any question you want, and there is thousands of people in there to answer your right. questions. And it's a good place to uh, get the conversation rolling. And again, you can find that link in our show notes as everything else. Just like, you know, our phone number, 608-492-3443, or our Twitter at Fantasy Fuel, and our Facebook, of course, facebook.com slash Fantasy Fuel. It's all there. Uh, If you want to watch us on YouTube, you can find our shows on YouTube, especially Tom's... uh, shuffling the decks those are all on youtube now too so you can find us anywhere it's awesome check us out give us a little review on apple podcast we'd appreciate it and don't forget stay fueled up this off season